All right. It's been recorded. Okay, yeah, Thank you so much. All right. Well, welcome, guys. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, first, I want to say thank you to David. Thank you to Anka uh, for inviting us to our very first multi-speaker event for 2024. 2023 was a great year and uh, really enjoyed that. I hope that we can continue servicing people and helping people uh, become better investors and traders going forward. Um, let me share this with you real quick, just a little bit about myself and what we do. Uh, we call ourselves Right Side Trading. Our company is called Right Side Trading. We've been trading since 2012, so literally over you know 12 years ago. Uh, long story short, we call it Right Side Trading simply because the idea is to try to figure out what is going to happen on the right side of the chart. And that's our main things. Uh, we also have a report that we write about uh, every week. Uh, and in that report, kind of give our assessment of what we see going on in the market. We've been very, very on point about seeing what the market is doing. We use technical analysis as well as quantitative analysis. Now, a lot of people have heard about technical analysis. Not too many people hear about quantitative analysis. Okay, uh, But those are the two methods of how we analyze the market. I, you know, I'm going to say something that might be controversial. Some people might not like it, but it is what it is. I don't listen to the news, nor do I use the news to factor in my analysis. Neither do we get fundamental analysis either. Everything is strictly just looking at technical and quantitative analysis, okay? And we've used this to help us stay on the right side of the market. Um, I mean, so well that, you know, it becomes, how should I say this, um, like mind-blowing when I hear, you know, the media talk about a market that's heading for recession when the data that we've seen on technical and quantitative analysis is not. So I won't necessarily say we have uh, a super edge on anybody, but I think because I think anybody can learn this. It's just um, one of those things where a lot of people don't pay attention to the right information. So that's what we do. And that's how we've been able to stay on the right side of the market. If you see this screen right here, this is when uh, this was last year, November. <clears throat> When we wrote in the report, uh, the excerpt is what I have on the left-hand side here. The screenshot of just an excerpt of that report is what we have on the right. Um, this was back in November. And I, and I say this because if anybody recalls what happened in November of last year and how it, there was so many you know, information out there saying that we're heading for a recession, um, there was skepticism about the market being bullish. Um, people did not think that it was going to go higher. I, I don't believe that, you know, they even um, thought it was going to, I'm sorry, yeah, they, I even have to go back to 2022 when we first saw the bottom in the market based on technical and quantitative analysis, and people had a hard time believing that, okay? And then November again this year, we saw the market ready to rally to the end of the year. Um, people had a hard time believing that. And I think a lot of it is because we, we listen to a lot of different information, and so we have this bias in our head that allows us not to pay attention to the data, right? And so in November, uh, you'll see the exit right here. It says the overall market is still bullish. Uh, the seasonal bullish trend is in full effect. What do we mean by the seasonal bullish trend? That's part of the quantitative analysis. And um, seasonality is nothing new. A lot of people have heard about it, but making sure that you use it the right way is important. Uh, but there's a there's a seasonal pattern in the market, a quantitative pattern in the market, whereby the market tends to bottom in October and rallies in November. Okay, this has been happening regardless of the news. 
And when I say regardless of the news, I mean that, you know, this year it might be, oh, yeah, it rallied because, you know, there's a war in China. And then the year before that, oh, it rallied because the Fed's favored interest rates. And then the year before that, it's like, oh, it rallied because of his election. And then the year before that, oh, it rallied because oil prices were not doing so well. So there's always different stories they attach. But what you see from the quantitative analysis is that regardless of what the storyline is, regardless of what the headlines is, it tends to bottom in October, November. And so when you're aware of stuff like that, and then now the only thing you have to do is use technical analysis then to kind of help you understand when should you be buying? When in October should you be buying? When in November should you be buying? You know, it's today today, it's tomorrow today. That's what we do, okay? And so you can see here in our November 3rd report, we said the market is still bullish. We should see the market rally from now until the end of the year. Now we go back and we look at the market. What did the market do? It rallied to the end of the year. Was that coincidence? Not really. It's understanding how to look at certain information. Okay. And we've been doing this for so long now. Okay. Um, here is us reaffirming this again. By the end of November, markets are bullish despite any very sentimental news that is out there. For all the reasons why people are saying that the market is heading for recession, we do not see that in the charts. So this is something that we focus on very, very strongly, is that what is a chart saying? Does a chart support whatever information we are hearing out there? And so for that reason, I have some what I call tips here. Uh, one, and by the way, anybody who has stocks that they want us to analyze we can look into that. Uh, I've been listening for the last from the last two speakers, and I've been writing down most of the stocks that everybody mentioned. So I'll go over those stocks too as well. So you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but here's here's some tips. The first one: the economy and the stock market are two different parts of the same system. They are not the same. This is super important. Okay, and and, and we're approaching this from like you have to have the right mindset so you don't build up the wrong biases to the market. How many people were telling us that we're heading for recession, heading for recession, the economy is heading for recession? If you pay a key word to what do we say, the economy was heading for recession. But guess what? The stock market wasn't. And so when people hear the economy is heading for recession, they automatically try to equate that to the stock market as well. Because, hey, wait a second, the economy and the stock market work together. Yes, they work together in the same system, but they're two different parts of the same system. A great example would be the human body. Your hands and your legs are two different parts of the same body. Does that make sense? And so if your legs is hurt and you cannot walk, it doesn't negate the fact that your hands are still functional. Likewise, if you break your hand, doesn't mean, oh, because you broke your hand, now your legs cannot function. Does that make sense? Both arms and leg have to be defective in order for the body to not be able to do something. And even still, that's a far stretch. And so when I hear people say the economy, the economy, the economy, oh, we're heading for recession. Maybe the economy is heading for the recession. But don't make the mistake of thinking just because the economy might be heading for recession, the stock market is going to do the same thing too as well. And I can show you proof from the COVID situation in 2020. The whole world, the economy of not just United States, but the economy of the whole world was shut down. We had the highest unemployment rate. We had record, um, you know, job loss and job claims, right? We had not just companies and states, but countries were shut down. Yeah, I mean, you guys know what happened. Everything was shut down. But you guys remember what happened to the stock market during that period of time? 
it still kept on rallying. It rallied to new all-time highs, and people were watching it happen. And it's and then the, the the most common term they'll use then is they'll say, "Oh, it's it's climbing the wall of worries." And the reason why is because again, people were making the mistake of paying attention to the economy. They were looking at CPI reports. They were looking at GDP reports. They were looking at all these econo- economic reports, which is fine. But what they were not paying attention to was the data, the charts, in the market, and so. As the market kept on going higher, people were, you know, skeptical. One, they would not pay attention. They like they didn't believe it. They kept on thinking it was going to go down, and they literally sat on the sideline being skeptical until they saw the market reach reach new all time highs. And it was a funny thing that happened because when they reached new all time highs, then it's like, oh, it's not fair. They got bailed out. Blah 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 blah. But the fact is, if they were paying attention to the technicals and the quantitative data, they would have seen that you know market was. Bullish. The stock market was bullish. The economy, maybe not, but the stock market was bullish. So please don't make that mistake, because they did the exact same thing again last year. From November of 2022, they kept on saying we're heading for what a bear market. The economy was in a recession, and then I think it was not until June or July that they started saying, "Well, this this market is resilient. Why is it resilient?" <laughs> it's like it's because again we they made the same mistake they made during the COVID situation. Which is focusing on the economy as opposed to the data in the stock market, and so by November, I mean by June, July, then they started changing the tune. But for a lot of people, it was already too late, and so then we had a small pullback, which was expected because the market has to pull back in order for us to hit bottom in October. And then it's oh, see, we we knew it was going down, we knew it was going down, and then when it hit bottom in November or end of October, beginning of November. They were back in that mindset of like that bias of the market going down. So don't make that mistake. And I hope I just try to explain that so that everybody on here hopefully can learn. It's like learn to separate the economy from the stock market. Does that make sense? First thing. Second thing: the news and fundamental information should be supported with technical data. If not, be rare. And this goes again with everything. We can hear the news. We can hear the fundamentals. Yes, they move the market. But if it's really the news that we hear, and so like, hey, the Fed's going to increase interest rate. Okay, great. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, that's the news. Now we should see the technical data supporting that. If not, then we need to be wary. You know, it's no different from what I saw people do in 2022 when Bitcoin had hit highs, and the technical data was showing that it's ready to crash. But the news was like, oh, Bitcoin is going to take over. Everybody's jumping in, da 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 da, and they said it was going to go to 100,000. And I'm looking at the data. I'm saying, nope,、uh, it's showing that it's going to go down. So they're telling us one thing, but I'm seeing something else. And that's why I said, if the technical doesn't support that news, or the fundamental information doesn't support the news, I mean, the fundamental information doesn't support the technical data, something is off. And usually, when we see that, we step aside. I'm okay missing out on a trade because the technicals did not match up with the fundamental or the news. Now, if you're worried about, oh, by the time the news comes out, if you're waiting for technical, it'll be too late. You're making a. It's just simply because there's a lot about technical analysis you don't know. In most cases, technical analysis will even start showing you that the stock is ready to rally before the news comes out. I can't tell you how many times we got in ahead of the news, not knowing what the news was going to be. We just saw the information and then we jumped in. I'm going to show you an example of that today, and then watch what happens. Okay. Third, patterns in stocks are not random. Even though they might seem like they are random, please keep that in mind. The market is not random. That's part of the quantitative analysis here. Huge. 
If you understand that and you start paying attention to patterns, you start seeing things that you never saw, thought was there before. Let me show you some of that today. And then lastly, look for quality traits, not just quantity of traits. This, to me, is a huge portion of what helped change my success in the stock market, where I stopped looking to trade every single day. I looked to find the quality traits that were ready to move. And this is important because if, if all I did was trade once a month, which is beyond you know, comprehension to some people, I would still walk away with the goal that I set for myself for that month because I've learned how to qualify and identify the quality traits, okay? So please keep that in mind. These are just some tips that we threw out there and you know we'll see how that goes, okay? All right, so let me do this. Uh, let me go to the charts and show you some of the things that um, I heard. I heard some stocks that you guys were mentioning. And again, if you have any stocks in here that you want me to take a look at, by all means, please let me know. No problem at all, all right? Uh, the first one was QQQ. I heard somebody mention you know, what to expect on the QQQs. Now, this platform right here is a platform that I myself, I created. Uh, this is my creation. Um, and a very quick uh, summary of what this platform does is a few things. Now, I created this with a mindset that I wanted my kids to be able to invest in the stock market, uh, even if I wasn't around. And I wanted to make it simple enough for my kids. Now, my son is 12, my daughter is nine, but they were like four, uh, six and four when I first created this, okay? But the idea behind this is that um, first, thing I, first thing I did was I color-coded things. And the reason why I color-coded things is because I figured my kids will understand color. And so um, anything that is in the green background here, like you see this right here, this whole section right here, means that the market is bullish. When it turns red, things are bearish. Does that make sense? And so if my kids were to come right now and say, hey, what's the QQQ doing right now? I'll say, well, the QQQ is bearish right now. So as soon as it goes from green to red, they know not to be in that stock anymore. They need to like take their profits. They know to sell. They know to you know get out, you know, play stops, do whatever guys they have to do. But what they should not be doing is trying to buy anything. Does that make sense? And then they know that when it's time to buy again is when it goes from red back to green, okay? Uh, Bitto, I'm gonna try to see if I can add that. I don't know if we have that on the platform yet. I just literally was talking to my uh, programmer to help me uh, update Bitto on this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna check to see if he has it on it. Um, if not, we'll have that soon, uh, definitely before the end of this week because we are literally importing a lot of new, uh, stocks in here, okay? So the idea is once we go from red to green, that's the first thing that lets us know the sentiment has changed from bearish to bullish. Does that make sense? That's the first thing. Then what I did was I, I show my kids how you, 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 you come to the first green candle, maybe the second or third, and look to see on those first two, three candles, whether we have a signal or what we call a model or right model right here. And what we want to see is something called a buy cover. Buy cover is just simply, hey, it's time to buy or it's time to cover your shorts. So if you were short in this stock, once this background turned green and on this very first candle, it's letting you know, cover your shorts right now. This is your pretty much your last chance to get out of this before you start losing money short in this stock. Does that make sense? And that's what that is. And so so buy cover, we just call it buy cover, but it's really 
to help my kids and you guys to see it's time to buy. And so you start buying there, all right? And that's kind of like how this works, okay? So what we want to see is a green background, green candle, and a buy signal is what we call it. So green background, green candle, buy signal. Does that make sense? We want a green background, green candle, and a buy signal, GGB. Once we have that, then we know the stock has a very good chance of rallying higher. And that's what it comes down to, okay? One last thing before I start showing you what all these stocks are doing right now is this harp line right here. One of the things I've realized is that the markets moves in waves, right? We all know that a trend, an uptrend consists of higher highs and higher lows. A downtrend consists of lower highs and lower lows. But what I came to realize as part of patterns is that you can almost always take any stock and contain it into a range. Does that make sense? You can contain almost any stock into a range. And so if it goes like this, chances are you could probably contain it something like this. Now, this is just roughly drawing, right? And so when I realized that, and that's one of the patterns that we see. So then when the stock goes up and down like this, if we're to buy, we wait for price to come down. When price is coming down, that's what this red background turns out. So we know that this is the pullback. So that red tells us this pullback. So you can see right here, market went up, pulled back, market went up, pulled back. Once it turns red, we know we had a good enough pullback to spring the stock going higher again, all right? So what we try to do is make sure that one, we're not buying at the top before it pulls back. So that's why we always buy as soon as it changes from red to green. After that, if you missed it, you wait to the next pullback. So this is like the bus stop or the train station. We want to see this happen, a pullback like this, and then turn green and start heading higher again. Fair enough. So in this case, then we put on the harp line. And one of the coolest things about this is what this harp line tells us is like, look, there's a chance that once this starts turning green, as long as we can buy in the lowest section of this, you see you have the green, the middle, and the lower section. We want to try to see if we can get in at the lowest section here. And that's our ultimate goal. We see something like that, then and then the background is green. We have a green candle. The right model says it's a buy. It's time to start buying. And then we can tell approximately where we expect things to go by looking at the height of this harp line. Fair enough. Any questions on this? Because we're going to start using this going forward to all the other stocks that we're talking about. Okay. Oh, one last thing. Give me one second. Sorry about that. One last thing is seasonality. This is another thing that we try to use as far as our quantitative analysis to kind of help us see what is going on with a stock. And so we use this a lot to kind of help us see. So you can see right here that we expected price to come down onto a recent, right? So from December all the way to January, kind of expecting things to go down, right? And then we kind of expect things to do what? Kind of tend to rally. It's not the greatest rally because you're going to have choppiness along the way. And then by February, we expect it to pull back down again. And by March, it starts going back up again. So understanding these things, these are part of those patterns that the software picks up and say, hey, around this time, predominantly, it goes down. Around this time, predominantly, it goes higher. And so once we have an idea of that, then the only other thing we need to do then is go back to the price chart and say, okay, if we know it's supposed to be coming down or it's supposed to be going up pretty soon, which is what we see here. So, hey, very soon, because today is what? This is the fifth right here, which is on Friday. Pretty soon, we should start seeing the NASDAQ go higher. So if that's the case, then all we need to do now is what? Wait for this red background to turn green. And if it does turn green, 
and we get this buy signal, it's time to start buying. That's what we mean by quality trades. Does that make sense? And so we're looking at this and say, the QQQ, should you be buying it as of Friday? Because this all this is end of day data. So by the end of today, we would have an updated version of what happened today. And we usually wait to the end of the day because we're not day traders, we're more swing traders. We want the day to end so we can get the full unadulterated data at the end of the day and make our decision based on the final data, you know, not what we think the data is going to be. Does that make sense? And so now what we've seen here is that it's getting ready. Today, I know that the market is up. The QQQ is up today. So that's good news. So chances are very high now that we will see this by the end of the day turn green. So that means we'll wait to the end of the day, see what it does. And then if that's the case, if it gives us what we're looking for, come Tuesday morning, it's time to start buying, pure and simple. Any questions on that? All right. So that being said, we are looking forward to the QQQ going higher. Now, why do we believe that the QQQ could go higher? The quantitative data tells us that, look, we can expect things to go higher over here. That's what we're expecting. Now, whether it does it or not is a totally different thing, but that's the expectation. And so we feel comfortable that we would know once this data tells us, yes, go ahead and stop buying. So we are like literally watching this. Okay. And that's what we're doing. We are prepared to start doing something with the QQQ. We just need the end of today's data. And then we'll know by tomorrow for sure whether we should be buying or not. All right. So that's QQQ. Um, here is um, uh, Pilty Group, uh, another stock that again, did really, really well. You'll see right here, once it's turned over here, by the time we got here, it was telling us to buy. You guys see this? So if you were following this, by the time we got here, that's when you would have been buying. And then notice how, I want you guys to see, and how do I know it's time to buy? Because once I put my mouse over this right there, you'll see that it would change into a buy signal. Okay, so we're getting in four days into the new bullish trend which is good enough for us. And then what, notice what happened. I want you guys to pay attention. As I'm moving my mouse each day, notice what the model is telling us because it tells us to do one thing every single day, which is either we should be buying, leave it alone, you know, like sit on your hands, um, you know, whether you should be placing stops, whether you should uh, get insurance, whether you should start selling. It, it literally tells you these things. And then the only other thing is like, if the background turns from green to red, you know you need to do something, right? Even if it's placing stops, something. But notice how all throughout this period of time, what is it telling us to do? Hold on to your position. Just hold on and hold on and hold on and hold on and hold on. So you see somewhere around here, notice what it then said. Long stop exits your short position. So at this point, we're not shorting the stock. So we don't have to worry about shorting, uh, exiting our short position because we're not shorted. But what is it telling us for all those people who were long, meaning all those people who bought back over here, it's time for you to do what? Go place some stops on your positions. That's as simple as it is. And I created this so that my six-year-old son, my four-year-old daughter could use this. Okay? They don't have to think. They don't have to do anything. They just have to follow what it says. Pure and simple. Okay? So what ended up happening was... Now, notice what it said here, get insured or get out. So before it says, place your stops. Now it's telling you, look, either you get insurance, meaning that let's say you don't want to sell it. You can buy some, you know, you know, uh, put insurance on this, on your stocks if you want to, or just get out of the trade because now data is showing that this is not 
going higher anytime soon. And then what happens now is that we see red. Okay. However, the question is, what do we expect this to do going forward? When I look at this right here, I'm saying, hmm, guilty groups for those who were asking, hey, what should we expect? What we expect is sometime around this period of time in the year, what ends up happening is stock tends to go higher. So we need to start doing what? Getting ready. Now, is it guaranteed that it's going to do it again this time around? Not necessarily, but I have full confidence that this will let us know when it's time to start buying. Pure and simple. But one thing I know is to start paying attention. And so you notice here on the harp line, we kind of uh, like right there, like we want to be below here, but we kind of right there. And so now this is something again that we'll be watching and say, hey, if we get a green background with a green uh, candle and a buy signal, you know what? Buy. The confidence that we have is we see this and this shows us that, look, this is a time to expect the stock go higher. Fair enough. Any questions on this? But that's literally all we do. And we just keep on going. Let me show you USO. Uh, I heard some people ask about oil. Um, right now, we had a buy signal. Okay. I want to show you guys this on the seasonality. So here's an interesting thing. We are already, the, you know, seasonality is shown that it's supposed to rally during this period of time. We're getting close to this period where, you know, it's almost, you know, there where it starts heading lower. So we need to be careful about that. Okay. Um, on the chart itself on Friday, it gave us a signal saying, hey, go ahead and buy. Yes, I know today it's down. Okay. But this is where in real time, um, we will then wait to see what happens by the end of the day. And then it will tell us, it would either tell us, hey, you bought it now, you need to exit tomorrow, uh, by, by, by tomorrow. Okay, fine. You know, there's some little losses that we'll take. But the one thing we know is we will not stay on the wrong side of the market. Does that make sense? And so right now, U.S. oil, I'm like, uh, OK, this is not now interesting enough. <clears throat> I believe I think it was yeah, over here on the weekly time frame. When I go to the weekly time frame, I see something very interesting. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And why I say this is interesting is what? Notice how we've seen it come down. It went up and then now it pulled back again. OK, now at this junction, I put on my harp line. And what I notice is what we are literally sitting at the bottom of this harp line. OK, excuse me one second. Sorry about that. We are sitting at the bottom of this harp line. So all I need now is on a weekly basis on a weekly time frame, which will mean that we'll have to wait till Friday. If we see this background turn green and we get a buy signal on the weekly time frame, then that would tell me that we are getting ready to go higher. Now, here's something also interesting about this, and that is um, anybody who understands candlestick signals. If I zoomed in over here, this is a Harami signal. And usually when a Harami signal appears, chances are very high that the market is ready to go higher. So this is where we're sitting and waiting to see, okay, which decision. And so remember when I said quality trades, I don't mind waiting to the end of Friday because here's the thing. If this on the weekly time frame gives us a buy signal, one thing I would expect is that price is going to come up to this harp line. So even if I buy at 70, maybe even $72, and I ride it all the way to $82, that's a $10 move on a $72 stock, which is more than 10% in a short period of time. Now, how you leverage that, whether you use options, whether you use uh, margins, is up to you. But the one thing you know is, hey, here's a stock that is ready to go higher. And you can make sure that you're on the right side of this as opposed to being on the wrong side of it. 
Uh, market has been showing strong support for insurance stocks. Too late or good time to purchase IK, uh, IAK or KIE. Uh, I'm not sure. We can look at that. And um, yeah, uh, let me finish this and then we'll take a look at that. Okay. Uh, I have no problem showing you that. Um, that's a very good point. I, I appreciate you doing that because I didn't even look at insurance stocks. So let me breeze through these since you guys understand how this works. This is gold. Uh, same thing. I like the fact that gold has pulled back. We have the red. What we're waiting for is for it to turn green and then see if it goes higher. Seasonality wise, however, um, this is an issue. I can see right here that, you know what? Yes, there might be a, a slight push, but it tends to falter and not really go anywhere. So when I see something like this, going back to like, what's the best time to buy something? I would rather wait till February before I start buying gold. Does that make sense? Why am I choosing February? Because when I look at this spot down here, it would be so much better if I can buy somewhere around there when this is happening here. Does that make sense? So that'll be interesting to look into uh, going forward. UNH. Uh, this one was interesting uh, when I heard somebody mention that one, uh, because if you look at the seasonality on UNH, the quantitative data, what does it show us? It shows that there's a prolonged downtrend to the end of March, maybe even April. Let's see where this ends. Yeah, end of March, you know, towards, towards the end of March, okay? So that is a prolonged downtrend that we expected to go through. Does that make sense? So I'm not sure what the question was about as far as UNH is concerned, but you can also see here that it's turned red. And it's telling us get in short or get out. Okay. It's telling us get in short or get out, which is important. And I'm looking at this. I'm saying, hey, over the years, UNH has not done well during this period of time. We can even go to the chart. Let me show you guys this. Let's go here to the chart of UNH. Give me one second here. UNH. And let's just go to the month of January because that's what we're seeing here now, right? So <clears throat> let me see if I can do this. Here is January here. You're welcome. That's January there. This is January right here. Okay, so here is January right there. Here is January over here. All right. And then we have January over here too as well. Now I want you guys to see something here. Okay. In January, look at what UNH has done. Not really like, would you want to own UNH in the month of January? Now, what did we say it did? It goes all the way to the end of March. Let's go back here to double check that. We said two is the end of March. So sometime in March is the better time to enter. So you remember talking about quality trades as opposed to quantity of trades, right? So, oops, where am I? So when we look at this, it's like, why would anybody want to own shares of UNH now rather than wait into what? Two is the end of March. I'm not making this up. This is just data, okay? Let's go back here. Look at this again. Same thing, you know, comes down. Now, we did have one good push right here, but it wasn't until March that we really had a good move to the upside. Does that make sense? Looking for quality. Look at this right here, right? If you've seen this, the last three years, this is what has happened, okay? So why would we want to own UNH? Is it any surprise that this is now beginning to do what falter not to me not to me and this is what i'm saying it doesn't matter what the news says it doesn't matter what i need to see the technical data and the technical data right now is telling me eh, you might not want to be in this because this is around the time that this stock does what now what is the reason why i bet you if you go over here uh last year you'll find a different news you'll hear some kind of news as to why it cost why it didn't go higher 
right? And then if you go to this one right here, there's a different type of news is why I didn't go higher. And I bet you if you go to this one, it'll tell you another news is why I didn't go higher. But if you wait till March, you have a better chance of doing well with UNH. So rather than forcing yourself to buy UNH right now, go find another stock that does better. Does that make sense? And that's what we do. That's what we teach people to do. Excuse me. Where am I? I can't find my screen here. Let's see. There you go. All right. Okay. I'm going to fast forward some more. Apple. Oh, I love this one. I got to tell, tell you about Apple. Okay. So Apple, I want you guys to see this. Notice what we've had here in Apple. We've had the pullback. We need a pullback before stock can do what? Head back higher again. And so we're watching Apple. Apple is one of the stocks on our watch list. What I love about Apple is this pullback that we see here came right to the resistance area that we had prior. You guys seen this? Okay. And then when I go over here to my harp line, um, what I see is that it's at the bottom of this harp line. Now, I know this is trending downward. It's just taking the most recent one. But this is good news because I always wanted to buy when it's at the bottom, which means that once it turns green and I get my buy signal, Apple is ready to go higher. Okay. Now, I can take that and I say, well, what about the quantitative data on Apple? What does it do? Here we are. This dotted line that we see here is the most recent trading day, which is on Friday. But notice what happens. Very soon, we should be expecting Apple to do what? Rally up. Now, how many people knew what happens to the stock of Apple 30 days before their earnings? Does anybody know when Apple's earnings is supposed to be? Because if you know what happens to Apple, usually within that 30-day window before its earnings, what you tend to see happen with Apple is it starts rising in price, okay? It starts rising in price. And so when I look at this and I know this about Apple, it's like, hey, this is great. So now I come over here, I see that we've had a decent pullback right here. It's like, my goodness, we are literally just salivating because now we're just waiting. We are waiting for Apple to give us that buy signal. And we would know that once that happens. And so this is why I mean, like, we can wait. We know it's, we expect it to happen. But if Apple just so happens to be where it's going to continue going down, guess what? We won't get it by signal. But because we anticipate this, now we just have to be patient. Friday was not the day. Now we need to see if today will be the day where we get our signal. And then we'll find that out tonight. And if it is, then tomorrow we start buying. If not, we wait again. But every night, it'll let us know whether it's the day to start buying. Once it tells us this is the night to start buying, we start buying the next morning. It's as simple as that. Okay? So pay attention to Apple because, again, this is something that usually happens. These are the quantitative information about Apple that some people might know and most people don't know. All right? Uh, CNK, uh, CNX, same story, different stock. Again, uh, we have our buy signal here. The seasonality shows us that, hey, it can rally a little bit, but be careful because this rally right here is short-lived. So that's something that I also look at and say, well, it's a short-lived rally. Quality over quantity. Do you want to take the chance of buying this or do you want to take the chance and buy this instead? It's up to you. Okay. But then when I hear people say, oh, nobody can predict the market. Yeah, nobody can predict the market, but you can make better decisions, better decisions if you're disciplined. Okay. What I love about the market is that there's so many stocks out there. So nothing is forcing you to trade one or two. You can learn how to find the right ones and then invest in those. And when this one comes around in what, February, then focus on buying that. But for right now, if it was B, leave it B. Okay. Next stock, NVIDIA. 
I want you guys to see this. What is NVIDIA telling us right now? NVIDIA is telling us this is a time where we might get a good, decent rally out of NVIDIA. Another time we can get a good, decent rally is over here or over here. Great. Now I know when to be paying attention to quality trades. Does that make sense? Okay, so if I now know that, now all I need to do is see, is it okay to start buying NVIDIA? I go to my price chart. One of the good news is it's a red background. So that's perfect. Perfect. Is, why is it perfect? Because I need to see a pullback before the next rally to the upside. Does that make sense? Now, I know Netflix, uh, NVIDIA is doing well today. So I know for sure by the time today is over, we'll probably get a signal saying, hey, jump in. It's still not too late. Why? Because I know this rally is not short-lived. This is a rally that can go for how long? Up until this point right here, which would be when? February. So, you know, it's nothing to miss out on. And that's just what we're looking at. Okay. And that's how we stay on the right side. Uh, I heard about JP Morgan, right? JP Morgan, if you look at JP Morgan, this is where we are right now today. JP Morgan has done really well, has rallied significantly, right? We can see since October, this is when JP Morgan starts rallying. You go to the chart of JP Morgan and you'll see that it's been rallying since October, November. So October bottom, notice what's been doing. Rallying, 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 rallying. So now the question is, is this the time to buy? When I look at this, I say, eh, not really. Why? Because I want to see what? A pullback is what I want to see. Does that make sense? I want to see that pullback. Okay, if I don't get this pullback, I'm not ready to jump in right away. Does that make sense? And so now I look over here and I said, wow, not only do we tend to get a pullback around this period of time, I want you guys to pay attention. Some of the best times that this stock starts rallying is right around here where this green bar starts. That's huge because now January 27, so somewhere after January 27, which means JP Morgan has earnings coming up very soon. Wait till after earnings and then buy quality over quantity. That's what we mean. Does that make sense? Quality over quantity. So that's what we waited on. So rather than me trying to go jump into uh, JP Morgan right now because like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, nope. I know the quantitative data on JP Morgan. So I'll wait for the quality trades to jump in. And that usually would happen around January 26 or February. If it doesn't happen, no problem. Move on to the next one. There's so many stocks that we can jump into. Just because I missed one is not the end of the day. And this happens to even bank stocks. Let me show you this on Bank of America, by the way. Okay, here's Bank of America. Look at this. This is earnings. Notice how it rallies up until earnings, pulls back, and then this is what you want to capture. Same thing just like JP Morgan. Look at this. It rallies until earnings, which is where we are now, right? So anybody trying to jump in now, you run into risk of what the pullback is what we expected, and then you can get a better chance after earnings. Look at this one too. Same thing. Rallies up to earnings. We're getting close to earnings. Get out. Wait for the pullback to happen. Get the quality trades. Fair enough. All right. So I guess you guys understand this. Um, this was another one I heard somebody mention, a tech one. Same situation. You'll see that seasonality is getting ready to start heading higher on this one. Uh, I'm not sure <laughs> why this is not showing up right now, but it should. Uh, okay. Um, oh, there you go. So here's your seasonality right there. So we look at this <clears throat> and again, pull back, getting ready to start heading higher. 
I want to show one more and then talk about the ones that you guys have right here. Here's Twilio. Somebody mentioned that too as well. Same thing. This is working for. Okay. All right. So let me go back and see if I can address some of the ones that you guys mentioned. Uh, Bitto. Let me see. I'm not sure if Bitto's on here, uh, but I know it should be there by the end of this month. So Bitto. Oh, it is right here. Perfect. So give it some time to load up. So we'll see that. Uh, and then we'll take a look at IAK as well as KIE. Okay. And then Wing and GameStop. All right. So I'm not sure why this is not loading up. It should already load up by now. Let me try that one more time. Yeah. Like I said, we just started uploading um, some of these. So I'm not sure. Let me, I'll, I'll give it some time to like load up in the background. Uh, let's see this one. Uh, GameStop. Let's take a look at GameStop and see what's going on here with GameStop on my computer. Okay, so that's GameStop right there. All right, so I don't know anything about GameStop, so I'm just going to analyze. Like, this is the first time I'm seeing this. So again, first thing I see is in a pullback. That's great, right? If I'm expecting GameStop to go higher, it's in a pullback. That's perfect, right? Next thing I want to do, I put on my harp line. Oh, my goodness. I love where I see it right now. Okay. Now it doesn't guarantee it's going to go higher, but what does this tell me? This starts making me get ready for a what? A reversal to the upside, right? What do I need to see before I see that reversal? I need to see a green background, just like we saw over here. And then I need to see it say buy cover. So if I am expecting GameStop to go up for whatever reason it might be, that will be something I'll be paying attention to. I said, look, the setup is getting perfect. Does that make sense? The setup is perfect because now I'm seeing that this is pull, it has pulled back. It's sitting at a the low of the of the uptrending wave, right? Which is where we want to be buying. And then now we just have to wait for that signal. Hopefully we don't have a big gap up that makes it run away and all that kind of stuff. So now I said, let me take a look and see if some of the quantitative data would help me to kind of see what's happening. And if you look over here, we can see, hey, you know what? It's kind of flat, flat, flat. But the good news is it's not telling us it's going down. What it's telling us is it starts heading higher. So this is where, again, uh, could we be buying here in January or should we wait to maybe later around middle of January or, you know, uh, towards the end of January before we jump into this because there might be quality, better trades here? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. But the one thing I would say is, look out and watch out for GameStop. Is today the day to buy? Or should I say, was Friday the day to buy? No, right? So we have to wait till the end of the day, come back and see whether we can get an update on this. Does that make sense? I hope that helps. Wing, let's go to Wing and see what happens there. <clears throat> so here's Wing Stop. Can you guys see what we're talking about here? Same story, different stock. This would excite me. This would tell me, get ready for a stock to go higher. It doesn't matter what the news is. And this is why in that tips that I gave you is that if there's news saying that Wingstop should go higher, then the technical data should support that. Does that make sense? Excuse me one second. The technical data should support that. So what is the technical data telling me here? The technical data is telling me that, look, we've had a pullback. So that's good. That means that if it turns bullish again, how do I know it turns bullish? I'll have a green background, a green candle, and a buy signal. Then I know that is a good chance that this stock is going to head higher. So was Friday today to buy it? No. I would look at it for today after the market closes, see where I get my green background, green candle. If it says yes, first thing Tuesday morning, we buy. Does that help? Let's look at the quantitative data on Wingstop and see whether it gives us any information. I love what I see here. Okay. I love what I see here because at the end of the day, what is this telling me? 
this is telling me that look, there's a chance that going forward, it's supposed to do what? Rally. So you can either choose to buy it here or you can choose to buy it here. The choice is yours. Which one has the quality setup that you're looking for? You want to trade both of them? No problem. Meaning that starting around now, get ready for a rally to February. And then in March, get ready for another rally in Wingstop. Does that make sense? Uh, <clears throat> so Bido is not working. And so my only guess is that it is because, uh, again, it's one of the new ones that we updated on there. So I apologize about that. But like I said, by Friday, we should have that on there. Okay. Um, last but not least, let me see. There was another one. Uh, IAK. Let's take a look at that. Uh, let's go here. Let's take a look at this one. All right. So here's insurance companies. And this insurance company right here. All right. So this is actually the Dow US insurance iShares. Okay. So right now we can see we got our buy signal here, right? So we should have been buying when? Uh, this was back in December. That was when you were supposed to be buying. Does that make sense? Now you'll notice right here, you know, we had a red background. It told us to buy here. You could have bought on the 27th, on the 28th. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you could have bought on the 29th. You could have even bought on the 30th, the 31st. And well, I'm sorry, not the 31st, but the, uh, so no, I'm sorry. The, it told you to buy on the 27th, the 28th, the 29th, the 2nd of January, the 3rd of January. And then now it's telling you wait and hold. And now why is it telling us to wait and hold? What this wait and hold is telling us is saying, hey, just sit back and don't do anything. You've already done what you're supposed to do, which is buy. So that wait is uh, the, the hold part of that wait and hold is saying, if you already own this, just hold on to your position. Don't sell. The wait part is telling you, look, if you are just looking at it today, you're too late. You have to wait for the, the next, you know, again, because the emphasis is about is about buying quality trades. Does that make sense? And so in order to buy quality trades, we want to buy when the new trend is beginning, not after it's already taken place. And so I programmed this in here saying, look, it's to train us to buy early. Does that make sense? So in a situation like this, I'm seeing this for the first time. The first thing I was like, okay, you know what? I missed it. I missed the boat on this. But now maybe it's going to go on my watch list so I can pay attention to it going forward so I don't make that mistake again. Does that make sense? All right, so Mara, yes, we have Mara. Let's take a look at Mara. Oh, by the way, let's look at what's the quantitative data telling us about IAK, okay? So here's interesting. You can see here, we have to be careful that yes, it's going higher, but then what does it do? It pulls back. So that means that, how old is this system? Uh, we created this, what, four or five years ago is when we created this, all right? <clears throat> um, so if you look at, if you look at um, the insurance company, Notice what this is telling us. So this is why, again, going back to the chart, notice what it's saying. It's not telling you to go buy right now because it's like uh, you kind of approaching that time where you might start peeking out. So hold off. And that's why I'm telling you, wait or hold. If you own it, hold on to your position. If you don't own it, wait. Wait for the quality setup. The quality setup, the next quality setup is going to happen somewhere in February. So just be patient. In the meantime, what do you do? You go find something else to trade. There's so many others. So the goal of what we do is go find the ones that are getting ready to do what? To move right now. Does that make sense? Um, <clears throat> uh, AMAT, let's take a look at that. Here's AMAT. And I have to wrap this up very, very soon because I do have to go. I actually have an appointment at three o'clock that I cannot miss. So I'm gonna see if I can wrap this up. So this will be the last one. Unfortunately, we'll look at this and go from there. So based off of this, what is this telling us? We are at the bottom of the heart line. So that's good news, right? We've had a pullback. Excellent. 
what is the anticipation here? What are we expecting? I don't know what the news is. It doesn't really matter. What I'm saying now is the fact that this pulled back, chances are we should be expecting what? A turnaround to the upside. Okay. So now I want to look at the quantitative data on AMAT. And I can see this. I was like, wow, we are just beginning. You know, like this is great. So whoever came up with this one, I was like, wow, thank you. Because you are catching this. So uh, what was the other one that we were just looking at? Um, was it was it Mara that we were looking at? What was the other one we were just looking at? Then I said, wait, you know, um, wait for that one. Find something else, okay? Because it's already too close to the end. Whereas this one is just beginning. Can you guys see this? I mean, this is literally just beginning. So I would rather go for this. This is a quality setup here than the other one. Okay. So that's what we do. So going back to what I said about how we approach the market, it's like first realize the economy and the stock market are two different things. Okay. They are two different parts of the same body. Just like your arms and your legs are two different parts of the same body. Just because one is not working doesn't mean the other one is, is not going to function. Don't make that mistake. Second, news fundamental information should be supported by technical data. If it's not, you need to ask yourself why that is not happening, okay? And I just hopefully showed you, like, sometimes you see the setup. Sometimes you see, hey, yep, we have a green background, market is bullish, is ready to go. So if they're telling us, hey, the market is supposed to be bearish, but I'm seeing bullish setup, I'm like, something is not right here, all right? Patterns and stocks are not random. Even though they might look like they're random, they are not random. And hopefully you've seen those things that I showed you. And then pay attention to quality, quality trades. Okay, I'm going to offer you this before I leave for those of you guys who want access to this platform. And also, I'm going to include my right side report as well as my weekly webinars. Okay, uh, typically you can see right here, 299 for just the platform itself, 147 for the report because I put some really good information in there. And the weekly webinars, which is every Monday night, starting tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time is $99 per month. Okay, you can come join us for that. But for $97 today, and we'll do this up until, I believe, Monday, because we have uh, MLK weekend. So we'll do it up to Monday. Um, if you go to this link, actually, I'm sorry, that's not the link. That's the old link. Uh, you want to add 2024 in the front of it. So Dave, do me a favor, please help me update that with 2024 promo. So it's um, rightsidetrading.com forward slash 2024 promo. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you go to that link between now and Monday, ladies and gentlemen, you can get this for $97. Um, if you sign up today, because like we do it every Monday night, so you'll be there tonight on Monday. Um, this is where I talk about the stocks that we are face, uh, going to look into. So right now, I'll give you full analysis on NVIDIA and uh, actually the, the, the Magnificent 7, because all of them have patterns that you need to be aware of. Be prepared for that. How to trade a lot of different stocks that we're looking for. And then even our community of traders that come in and they show us some of the stocks that I'm not paying attention to, just like we did today. Say, so here are the things that we need to be paying attention to. And then you have the platform for the next 30 days for $97, ladies and gentlemen, $97 to test it out to see how it can help you stay on the right side of the market. No more guessing, no hoping, no wishing. It's just pure data, okay? If the data supports it, we do it. If it doesn't, we hold off. That makes sense? Thank you so much. I do have to run. David, thank you. Anka, I'm not sure if you're on the call, but thank you so much for inviting us. Happy New Year's to you all. And let's make 2024 a great year maybe even better than we did in 2020. 2023 was a great year.
But I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Dave. I do have to run. Sorry about that. Thank you so much.